0: All right, let's go. I got a hat on. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, hey everyone, welcome to the Good Sound Club podcast, episode twelve. As always, I'm your host Tom, and with me is Cena. Hey guys. Hey, what's up, Cena? It's been a, it's been a while, a little bit, some time, a, a few, a weeks, hot few minute, days. a hot minute, as a the kids bit. say. Yeah. So here we are, due to popular demand
1: unpopular demand
0: how have you been cena what's up what's the the delay like why is there a delay
1: Um, why is there a delay it's a great question several reasons
0: i guess Mm -hmm. uh
1: how long has it been do you know
0: no i haven't been keeping track okay someone does
1: um
0: i've been too satisfied to count the days
1: right that's one of the reasons we've both been too satisfied i think (laughs) i'm i'm you you were like the the uh yang to my yin and now I'm also a yin, so it's like there's there nothing go. to do anymore. Now I want to <laughs> something buy to... something, which is ironic. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing... yeah, you want to buy something, I don't. The thought of buying stuff makes me sick right now, which we'll get into. But uh, yeah, I've been just super busy with, with work. I got um another promotion, I oh, guess okay. you could call it, and uh, I work like... 10 12 hour days now work on weekends i was today's a saturday we're recording on a saturday i was working today too um but it's okay i love my job so i'm i'm not complaining it's just uh there's not much time to think about extracurricular activities i guess
0: it's hard to make more time in a day
1: yeah well actually it's quite easy you just wake up earlier i have a serious yeah. problem I don't, I don't know what the hell is wrong with me i have like uh, sleep in disorder. Um, my job allows me to wake up at like 10 and 11 and I do most days. I just sleep until 10 or 11. And I just roll out of bed. That's the problem with remote work. It's a
0: plague. You just need more windows.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's, also, it's to...
0: been winter, hasn't it? Or, yeah. Okay, we, I guess it's a starting again.
1: We had our first snow a couple of days ago in Toronto. Um, and everyone I know has seasonal affective disorder. Everyone's just depressed. <laughs>
0: including myself it's okay yeah no snow here sorry sunny sunny california when do you guys get snow if ever uh, i the 30 years i've lived here i've never had snow in my city
1: that's crazy does it get cold though like what's the cold it gets, it, gets? it gets
0: california cold it like gets california cold so uh you put on shorts and a sweater and then go hope it doesn't hit anything <laughs> lower than 55 degrees fahrenheit <laughs> Well, if it crazy. does then you just you know, maybe you wear pants the next day but most people don't
1: yeah short short weather is over but that's good and i have a lot of pants so anyway we're back
0: yeah so what have you bought that made you not want to buy anything anymore
1: you know i don't know if it's if it's what i bought it's probably more like what i sold mm. um so, where do I don't even know where we left off? Let me let me let me start, I guess, with the headphone stuff because it's simpler there. So, all right, um, you know, we I was on Grado Quest, I, I had my love for Grados or Grados, whatever that's you want to call it. quite them. epic. Yeah, the quest is over. I won basically. Um, <laughs> I I bought like I guess six Grados. I was gonna buy two more, but it happened that the sixth one was like um, the best headphone I've ever heard, and so that's it. I'm done with headphones. It happened to be. A uh, SR325, specifically from 2006. Uh, I believe that's when it's from. So before they moved on to the I, which I I guess stands for improved. Um, Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird because um, when I started out with headphones, if you told me that these would be the ones I end with, I would say, you're like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Just from the descriptions, people write about this headphone online. But now that I'm here, it makes so much sense. And uh, I feel like I've come full circle. So anyway, I'm very happy with those. I just listened to those out of anything really. And they, they sound very good. Yeah. The efficiency. Yeah. So that was Grado quest pretty much done. Um, I can talk a bit more about those, I guess, but I don't know if people are that interested in reading. I, about say, Grados. Uh,
0: I told, I told uh, Rob Grado, your story of your Grado quest. And he said, Oh yeah. You're spending too much money.
1: Yeah. He was right. <laughs> he was. Yeah. So
0: w- wise man.
1: I spent uh, $2,000 on uh, HP 1000s. And uh, I think by coincidence, I bought the worst sounding variant of them. There's like three variants and I probably got the worst one, but I don't think it would have made a difference anyway. Uh, I sold those. um, And uh, the much cheaper (laughs) 325s are much, much better, uh, in my opinion. So um, those are the ones I kept. Um, Rob Grader would have probably liked me to buy the new 325X, but I don't like those, don't recommend those. I only recommend the old ones. Yeah, I so, heard those
0: those were to my liking, but they're okay. Like they're okay. Yeah.
1: They're I not like I, the old cable. I think they're not special like the old ones are. I mm-hmm. think they just kinda of sound like headphones. I think the old ones kinda of sound like time machines uh in a way. Um that I really like. So anyway, that was with headphones. With speaker stuff, um, you know, uh, basically I had plans to get, um, well, you know, the speaker project was a success more or less. I kind of kept tweaking around with them, but I was happy with them. So I wasn't buying any more things for the actual speakers. For sources, um, you know, there was a series of unfortunate purchases. I think I mentioned in the last episode that I was down Uh, bad (laughs) or i don't remember what terminology i what turn of phrase i used
0: you bought a japanese crafted deck
1: i bought a japanese well yeah i bought a japanese cd player i bought a refurbished vintage cd player that cost even more than that and i also bought a deck from uh serbia Mm. i think he's serbian of all places all three were terrible like really really bad not for you so not not for me i should say yeah Bad, in my opinion. So um, that was you're, basically.
0: I wanted, to, I wanted to ask: Can you, like, you know, kind of give a little bit of like, what is what is the bad for you? Instead of just saying like, "is bad." Like, I understand what you mean by bad. Sure. I, I know your, your your flavor, but for yeah, the yeah, audience. Yeah. You know, well, not, yeah, not I, on each one, but like, what is it? What is hundred percent bad?
1: So we talked about this at the end of the last episode, but basically, the bad is like, um, uh, it homogenizes music to make different recordings sound similar. And uh, when I hear that, or when I detect that, like, I just want to chuck it out the window right away. So that's yeah. what I mean by bad. That's the threshold between bad and good. And uh, it's something, it's not something that I, I like hear a certain sound and I go like, oh yeah, that's it. Sometimes it is, but most of the time, it's just a feeling in my gut from like, literally as soon as you click play on, on something, and it's even the intro of the track and it could be silence. It doesn't matter. I feel it right away that something's wrong. It's like an ominous feeling and uh, I want to shut it off. And I know that I've made a mistake. So with all three purchases that turned out to be the case and they were all very expensive purchases because I bought them all new, had to pay shipping, Shipping to Canada is crazy right now, um, had to pay import duties. In, you know, on one of them, I actually got charged double the import duties that I should have. So <laughs> I basically wasted like $10,000 in a month. Um, and then I felt sick to my stomach. And uh, I, I made a vow and I told Tom this uh, I vowed to stop wasting money. That was the last dumb decision I ever make in my life. And so far, it's been going pretty good. That was, nice. um, what was that, September, uh, August, maybe? So now we're in November. And I haven't bought anything else.
0: Feels good. Feels good.
1: Well, it would feel better to have the $10,000 back, but um, that's... Yeah, you'll,
0: you'll find something else. Yeah, that's okay.
1: Uh, I make good money, so I can't complain too much. Um, but that was it. That was like why, why I'm here now and I've learned to just... Uh, I, I've learned there's no material answer to the spiritual problem that I have and I need to just stop buying stuff.
0: Yeah. That reminds me of a, uh, a thread post. I saw someone write that how they are stuck in mid-fi hell and they don't want to be there. Do you think it's the equipment or do you think it's us ourselves? Like, is it our own crafted problems that we create to justify our next purchase?
1: That's a great question. It is. And that, internal problem wherever it stems from it stems from some sort of uh, dissatisfaction which in the modern world there's so many sources of it but the problem with that is you know if it was just a struggle with ourselves we could win but it gets amplified Hmm. by external sources peer pressure marketing etc communities that you're part of maybe even communities that you don't like and uh right before we got on this call i was just browsing youtube and there was a there was a tedx talk called stop buying stuff it was 10 minutes i uh, thought okay i'm I waiting for that yeah <laughs> you watched that or you almost I almost it?
0: did I, I, our algorithm is very similar sometimes
1: yeah well you didn't miss anything because i'm about to summarize it for you in 30 seconds so um it was 10 minutes i thought okay i'll watch it well i know that tedx talks are stupid like they just talk for 10 to 15 minutes but they could have said something in 30 seconds so i'm about to break it down for you the guy basically said yeah i spent a year i didn't buy anything it was really easy um, my strategy was that anytime there's like um, an offer, so that could be like a new product comes out, or someone someone you know buys something you want to buy it, consider all those things as offers. Instead of looking at those things as invitations, look at them as personal attacks and uh, get offended. Yeah. And uh, I realized that's actually something I started doing after I wasted this ten thousand dollars. Is these companies, all companies, um, almost um, all these manufacturers, whether they're in audio or another industry. They think you're fucking stupid. Like they will just release the same thing again, change, you know, change a chip, change the chassis, paint it black, uh, add a two to the end of the model name. And uh, they think you're dumb enough to buy it again or want to buy it again. Um, So when you see that, you have to just like think like these people think I'm stupid. Like They want my money. They're going to take my money. And if you take it as as, um, an attack, then it becomes really easy to say no. It's like, why would I give you my money for this thing that I don't need? Um, so I, I realized that I started doing that without even kind of, um, uh, consciously realizing it. It just kind of just sort of happened naturally as a reaction to that experience that I had. That was the whole point of the talk. You just said that, yeah, I took, I took offense to yeah. all of these, uh, Be
0: offended instead of being anxious or having FOMO.
1: Right. Yep. And, uh, you can, Good you advice. can go a long time without buying anything. Apparently if you do that.
0: Yeah, I've gone a long time, uh, you know part of it is like the self like fulfilling prophecy of kind of the hobby you know it's like oh man i gotta upgrade like i'm not cool enough like people the people respect me yeah. like I, I forget what episode but for deck's not big enough i mean who who cares what your opinion <laughs> is like
1: but that's the thing like what one, one day inevitably <laughs> you're gonna wake up and you're gonna realize that Dak will never be big enough and it can't no. be. No, by it, definition. There's, there's
0: always a bigger fish. This this could be a new model. This is gonna be a more expensive one. once that's cooler for some reason. I don't know. This one has three scored S ports. You know, because you are gonna yeah. need three of those. It's the
1: anniversary edition, dude.
0: Finally, yeah, yeah, 12 year <laughs> finally, anniversary.
1: Finally, we've been waiting so long.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting a uh, half a year for the anniversary edition. I'm glad it's here. You know, the but...
1: embarrassing embarrassing part for me, I guess, is I should have realized this all like three years ago. Because three years ago, uh with the headphone stuff, I was already like on top of the iceberg. Like yeah. I had I had the three thousand dollar tube amp, I had the three thousand dollar DAC, yeah. I I had like uh yeah, the
0: a, legendary okay, headphones to go with the
1: I had the legendary headphones, I had the, the rune ready endpoint to feed mm-hmm. it. Um and I, I did not listen to music like at all. <laughs> And um, the the question I I had at that point was, um, okay, what's the next tier? Like, what's above $3,000? Well, it turns out there's not a lot. You have to go to $7,000. And uh, at that point, I was still like, I just graduated university. I didn't have $7,000. So I had to to cope and I had to sell it all. And I went down to nothing. And I I, I could have stayed there. But I guess what happened is at that point, I, I left the headphone stuff and I got into the speaker stuff. And the cycle just started all over again. Because, you know, when you when you start out initially, <clears throat> you, you get excited, you learn about all the different products, all the different niches of products, um, you start with the cheap stuff, you're really satisfied, and then it just, the cycle starts all over. But now, I've kind of graduated from both camps, I'd like to think, and um, I'm back to where I started with just, like, junk. Like, I'll give an update later on what my system is and what it looks like. It's like junk. If you look at it, it looks like a pile of junk, but it sounds very good, so...
0: Yeah, but people always want to know what do you, what's what's the next best thing that you got that you're not telling us about. Yeah,
1: yeah, actually, it's kind of weird. Like, I get I get private messages and stuff of people who've seen that I have owned all this gear because I just mentioned it here and there. I don't even review stuff anymore because I don't I'm not mm. interested. Um, and they're like, yeah, I've seen like you own product X and product Y. I'm really considering these things. Um, do you have any feedback? Like, what what'd you move on to? Like, I bet you spent like five thousand dollars to get an upgrade to that. And then I have to tell them, you know, um, I listen to the RC, not the RC, the 3.5 mil output of a 2008 Apple computer, and I like it a lot. And uh, for an amplifier, I have a $100 Chinese tube amp that has Bluetooth and a remote. And uh, the speakers um, are literally 1960s, like radio drivers in a big. Box, that's it. Oh, what, what about the cables? Uh, I uh, unwound a, a pre-war transformer and I snipped off the wire and I soldered it to some RCA connectors, and those are my cables. So um, they then they don't reply anymore after that because they think I'm insane.
0: It's it's against the narrative. <laughs> it's against the it's narrative. Too controversial. It's like, it's, what? it's also not. Consume- more expensive product every time
1: it's not what they want to hear you know they want me to break it down for them oh you know like product x was more musical product y was more analytical i had a real internal debate and then i ended up uh, upgrading to product z product z was musical and analytical at the same time so that's what they want to hear but i don't i don't i don't say that because that's not what happened
0: yeah for me i always just try to think like Am I am I actually enjoying it or, or am I making excuses and the truth is I'm enjoying it like I'm I'm not, not going to lie most of my listening it's on my cheap emotiva speakers or my my comically small Logitech desktop speakers that are I mean they're powered speakers but they're full range with the sub and you know I I listen to those I I know what their flaws are but you know I'm not I'm so I'm so past listening For the flaws, you know, I'm like listening. It's like, oh wow, did did I like this song? Is this music Mm -hmm. captivating to me? Like, what what about the music do I enjoy? It's like I don't need more depth because the the depth is not that. That's it's a fabrication of the equipment. It's not what the artist intends. I mean, sometimes they they intend it. Don't get me wrong, but sure, sometimes they twisted they twisted
1: the reverb knob and added a little bit more depth. But who cares? Does that get the musical message across? I don't. I don't think it does,
0: yeah yeah it's uh have i've 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 changed my priorities in audio um after, after reading this book because everything sounds unique and it's and it's his own sound and when an artist right. records any music they're trying to create their own sound and right. oftentimes you always try to listen to your equipment sound but not the equipment of the artist and we always want to complain about every single like little, little tiny thing that this not, it's not relevant to the content. Right. So I've, I've enjoyed uh, my vintage game consoles for for their, their unique sound. Like they, they do their own thing. And I recently got a Game Boy color. Thank you, by the way. And I've been listening to that and it's so funny. You let you, you play anything and you go, wow, there's, there's no drive. There's no drive in this but but if you really focus you can hear so much of, of what the intention is and the intention is to overcome the flaws to sound amazing right and of course i i of course i plugged in headphones to it and it sounds so awful like everything <laughs> you would hate it's so bad you you could practically hear the stepping of the decoder chips not even a decoder chip it's literally mm-hmm. just like actually with width modulation sure coming out. it it's 14 12 bit whatever it is it sounds so bad really bad sign
1: add on that game boy
0: yeah yeah it's it's really bad i, you, I only hear the noise floor especially <laughs> on some headphones it's like wow that's no no you can't do that
1: you were mentioning a book
0: yeah yeah uh man what what is this book called I just do a something look.
1: something had to listen or something
0: yeah a little editing here um purchase history i gotta sign in of course and the book i got was called the listening book discovering your own music by w a matthew spelled m a t h i e u and that book essentially just had me listen to more of what's going on Instead of like trying to shun all these noises away, like appreciating them, and I swear, like there, there's a few. Uh, they're not challenging. Give, us some, give us some anecdotes. Anecdotes. One of From them the was book. one of them was to sit in a room and try to listen as far away as possible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like when you really sit and you try to listen for as far away as possible, it it, it really helps you understand the true depth. Of the world and this end of sound. Like, what what does what is, what is 20 feet sound like in a recording? I, like, who cares? Like, it's not too relevant. But what does 20 feet sound like in your own home? Right? Like, what does what 200 yards sound like? You, you can hear like an ambulance, a truck, cars, dogs. Like, in my neighborhood, I know that you can hear dogs talking to each other over like hundreds of yards. You'll you'll hear like eight dogs and they're all communicating, but it's just a language we don't listen to. I'm not saying I know what dogs are saying. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. I hear them talking to each other. It's a call and response. Sure. And, you know, just trying to identify what the distance is between sounds is really important in this listening book.
1: The the dogs are on a different uh, channel of communication. Could you say that?
0: I mean, sure, they're on different channel. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're really trying to say. I mean, I'm just saying this, this is a good book. Uh, it gives a lot of insights, and it really helps you reflect on your listening ability. And I, I guess that will also train you to become a better listener. I'm not saying I'm a trained listener by any means. I'm sure some people will say that, but this book's cheap. Go on eBay. The listening book, it's like four bucks.
1: Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to relate it back to audio, like the, the uh. anecdote with the dogs, because I think that there's a, there's a, there's something there. So, um, you know, two people can listen to the same system and come away with different mm. impressions, right? Like when I, yeah, when I have, a lot. yeah, when I have people over, some rare instances to listen to the the junkyard system. Um, I don't know if they're just flattering me, or they really think it sounds good, or maybe it it because it, to me, whenever whenever someone else listens to the system, it sounds bad. And I don't know if there's like some metaphysical phenomenon there where it's psychological or something, but it always sounds bad when someone else is there. But as soon as they leave and I'm listening to it by myself, I'm like, oh, yeah, sounds really good. So I'm just wondering if there's like different things that people are attuned to when they're evaluating any piece of gear. And when you get into this rabbit hole of wanting to upgrade, 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 it's because you're attuned to the wrong things. You're really looking for flaws. You know, as as opposed to the connection,
0: the the flaws really get us. I uh, I had somebody email me the other day of of this paper they wrote about some product, and they were very proud to, you know, declare all the flaws. It's like, ah, Mm -hmm. yes, you know, it's like a Where's Waldo's book. It's like, ah, yes, (laughs) you cannot, you cannot tell me I am wrong because (laughs) I have named everything and I know where all the Waldo's are. But <laughs> I, mean, I mean for me it's like i don't care where Waldo is. Like I want right. to see the other the other things. Like when right. you, when you look at a where's Waldo book, it's not just, oh, I found him. It's like yeah. Oh, look at this little thing here tucked away in the corner that you might have missed because you were just so busy finding looking for Waldo. It's like wow. I think that's the whole point of the Where's Waldo book. It's not to actually find him. It's to like Did you did you rehearse this in.
1: analogy? That's an amazing analogy. No,
0: no. I just it just you know, we're flowing. It's just it's just yeah. what happened. It's like Where's Waldo? really that's what it is. That's really what it is. It's like you're you're so distracted. <laughs> about right. What do you think is important that and you, f- you and, fail and, to and, see it?
1: Going back to what you just said like a couple of minutes ago about every, every component, everything has its own um, sound, you know? Everything yeah. has its own Waldo. So if you just keep buying stuff looking for Waldo, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> product A has Waldo, product B has Waldo. Like, who gives a shit? Are you if, trying to find the...
0: Plugged. Everything's Everything's
1: I guess people are trying to find the unicorn Waldo. And mm-hmm. uh maybe it's possible, but it's probably going to cost you like a ton of money. Oh. And in the end... It's it's still going to be a Waldo, even if it is a unicorn. I
0: I always always like to think like if if you have doubts of any equipment you have, I mean, just just stop, just either quit the hobby. I'm not saying that in a rude way, but it's like honestly, you'll save yourself so much trouble. I think the only people that are more satisfied than people that are dissatisfied with everything they buy are people who tinker with things they own. Because like, you right. know, does it sound better? It doesn't matter. They they want it to sound different. And they understand that they know their flaws and they're just trying to be like, okay, let's, let's see how much I can tailor everything to myself because they're not trying to impress anyone about anything. They're, they're trying to satisfy themselves only. And I, I, I think that's, that's a much healthier place to be.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I do see some people who have like really expensive setups, large investments who are satisfied and they they yeah. don't move much, but to be perfectly honest, I think, in the majority of cases, those people could just as easily have been satisfied with a much cheaper gear, too. They just they just happen to be easy to please. You I, I
0: mean, they, like, they like what they like and, you know, whatever the price is and if it's worth it to them. I mean, that's the value. Sure. Man, I think the true value is not wanting to buy something else.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's a very good way to put
0: it. Yeah. I've been, I've been satisfied for quite a while, but there's something new I want. What is it? I've, it is the Aima T9 Pro. Aima? Aima, yeah. Okay. T9 Pro.
1: I have the Aima uh, T9. That's my uh, $100 Chinese amp with tubes and Bluetooth in a remote.
0: Yeah, I mean it's about 50% more expensive. Uh Does that make it worth it? I don't know, but it doesn't click.
1: It doesn't click. That's uh they fixed the clicking. Yep. It looks like a very good product.
0: It looks cool. I mean, if it has a remote, I'm buying it. So, yes. Yeah, sadly, still no speakers for me. Uh, waiting for my guy to build them, but he's never gonna build them. I know it. What's Plan B? Plan B? There's no Plan B. Just, just don't was... buy anything.
1: So you're never gonna have speakers to use with the iMA uh, T9 Pro? Uh,
0: yeah, I have my desktop, but you know, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, uh, for some people, like, oh man, I'm mad at this guy. But the truth is, I'm happy. I don't got to. I don't spend money. But <laughs> I, I put my decision making into someone else's hands that I know will make the, the right the decision for me. So instead of being dissatisfied or angry, I just I just keep my money.
1: What, what, okay. <laughs> what What do you do with the money that you keep?
0: I don't know. Spend it on other other hobbies.
1: It's interesting you say that because actually going back to that TEDx talk, so that was rule number one was to take the offers as insults, but the uh, rule number two was to spend the money on services instead of goods. Not services sure if you have,
0: instead of goods.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if you have thoughts on that.
0: Why would I do that? It'll disappear. Well,
1: well but you get you get the experience.
0: Oh, like like okay, yeah, like I've I've gone to the zoo instead of, you know, buying a deck. I'm like. Should i go to the zoo or should i buy a deck it's like
1: ah. <laughs> what's your favorite deck, it's bad value what's your favorite animal at the zoo
0: <sighs> not the pandas um,
1: mm-hmm. you have pandas at your zoo
0: yeah i have a very famous zoo the San Diego zoo and the weld animal park they're they're probably some of the biggest and best zoos in the entire world nice uh what's my favorite animal i don't know probably the human being uh, I, I go to the food court and I get a cold beer and I just walk around and I, I think the polar bear. The polar bear is so brutal. Yeah, it's such, it's such a beast. Like you see a polar bear eat like a piece of meat and you go, man, <laughs> don't get me close to that thing.
1: That's a good choice. I think mine, even though you didn't ask, is the penguin.
0: Uh, the penguin. That's... Yeah, mm. the penguin know guy. Have penguins. That's to polar
1: bears. should have penguins.
0: Bears are big. Say that. Bears are yeah. cool. Uh, I don't like the gorillas and monkeys. But it, anyways, enough <laughs> you know about gorillas and monkeys. Let's talk about audio. All right. So we talked about the Grado Quest. we talk about purchasing stuff, good or bad. Th- there's a new contender in digital audio that's been around for years. Tell mm-hmm. us about the Apple line out.
1: The Apple line out. Yeah, so um, I basically discovered by accident, I guess it's been two years now, that uh, Apple used to sound great, like really great. They used to put a lot of care into the sound of their products and not only their hardware, but also their software. Um, And I know some people don't believe or don't want to believe that software can make a difference to how stuff sounds, but it can't. In my opinion, like a one-to-one ratio of of importance. Um, essentially, a friend of mine had uh, some spare. I um, mean, I'm gonna, gonna told this story on the show before that he has spare Mac Pro. Um, he he knew a guy who ran a very famous studio. He still runs it downtown Toronto. Um, they were clearing out their fleet. They upgraded to the latest model, and they were selling all their old Mac Pros. And so he got it at a great price. Um, He was using it for recording, like he was archiving tape and vinyl and digitizing it. Um, He's like, I don't need this other machine here, you have it. And uh, I bought it, I took it home. It just looked cool. Like I just, I never had uh, an old Apple product like that before, right? So I couldn't afford them when I was in 2008 or whatever. Um, And I hooked it up. At the time, I was using just a regular, you know, Windows laptop, modern one as my source, my digital source. And the difference was like huge. It was huge It was as big as any difference I'd ever heard swapping any sort of component, you know? Um, and that was kind of the beginning of the Apple, the Apple house sound journey. Um, and since then I've acquired many more Apple products, some good, some bad. Um, now I, the latest, the latest discovery is in the old, uh, not the old iPhone specifically, the old iOS. So I, I bought an iPhone four, um, because it supports iOS four, which I read in some arcane knowledge is supposed to be a very good sounding version of iOS, and uh, it was this whole odyssey to try to get this thing to downgrade to iOS four because Apple purposely makes it very, very, very hard to do that. But uh, eventually, I got it working, and now that's like my my portable source. So I use that to listen to headphones. I use that to. Uh, I actually have an iPod dock that I also mm-hmm. bought by accident, that wasn't planned, but I came across like this this guy's house. I was there to buy an amplifier and he's like, hey, I have this uh, iPod dock, do you want it? And I was like, sure, um, it was a hundred bucks. So that that takes the analog or digital signal out of the iPod you can use it uh, or, or iPhone, you can use it either way. And then the most recent purchase in the Apple lineup, um, I was looking for um, a speaker system for my bedroom. Um, I was originally considering doing something really dumb and going on like Craigslist or Kijiji or whatever and buying like a a mini component system from the '90s. And uh, then I started seeing the kind of prices that people wanted for them, which was just outrageous. Like these were just yeah, junk, like consumer systems. Like yeah, but they 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 think they're like vintage collectibles or something. They want like five hundred, six hundred dollars, and I was <laughs> like, I'm not paying that. It was never um, even worth the. The, the next strategy was, okay, well, this AIMA stuff is really good. What if I buy another AIMA amp and uh, maybe get some speakers from AliExpress and see what Chinese speakers are all about? Then I started looking, um, unfortunately, all the best speaker models that are made in China. And there's a lot of them. They don't really ship them um, overseas. And if they do, the shipping is really expensive. It costs more than the speakers themselves. So I ruled that out. Um, and then the answer finally came as it usually does just from browsing classifieds. Uh, I opened a audio mart one day and this guy was selling this thing I'd never heard of before called the Apple Hi-Fi.
0: And (laughs) it
1: it turns out to be um, a product that Apple made in, uh, I think 2006 it came out and they discontinued it very quickly. I don't think it sold well. Um, It's basically a a self-contained stereo system. It had a class D amplifier inside with a DAC and on the top, an iPod, mount but iphones also work and um i don't know why it sold so poorly i guess maybe they didn't market it properly or it was just too expensive relative to other products at the time i think it was like 350 us dollars new so not not crazy but pretty expensive for like a small tabletop speaker um the only thing i needed to know i didn't like read like any impressions of it or anything like that i just googled like apple hi-fi internal photos and i looked inside and I saw the drivers, like how they were built. They're very high quality drivers. It has uh, a shared woofer. Uh, I don't know how large the woofer is, maybe like five inches or something. Um, so that's that's for both channels. And then left and right, it has a small full range driver. And they have really nice magnets. They have nice frames. So I knew that Apple like didn't skimp on this thing. It was a hundred bucks. I bought it. It came. I plugged the iPhone into it. It sounds amazing. It actually sounds really good. And uh um that's a stereo system for the bedroom now. It's nothing like an audio file would ever admit to using, but um I'm rocking it.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll probably rock the next home pod when that comes out.
1: Yeah, I, I had a home pod when it came out. I returned it because it sounded very bad. <laughs> but um maybe maybe you can cope with it. I don't know. I don't yeah, know.
0: yeah, I'll cope. I'll cope.
1: Uh I'm actually gonna mod this Apple Hi-Fi thing. I'm gonna um it's not designed to be user serviceable, so you have to like ruin it to open it basically, but I of don't course. care. It was a hundred bucks. Um I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna replace all the wiring. I'm going to um see kind of what the damping system is like inside, maybe replace because I think it's just like like gray foam. I might replace that with something more something natural. Yeah. Angel hair or something like that. And, um, than uh,
0: the product itself, I'm going
1: to install, uh, super tweeters oh, there on you it go. too. She yeah.
0: Super tweeters,
1: some super tweeters. Um, I no, might no, put go-to some super tweeters. Goto. No, yeah, goto. no. can't afford that. It. It's too big anyway. It wouldn't fit. Um, and, uh, some feet, I might put like some uh, wooden feet under it cause it, it just has like this, uh, rubber pad underneath so that it doesn't shake the whole desk because it makes crazy bass from this one driver there's two bass ports they really focused on getting the low end right because that's what consumers want but it's a very good sounding speaker so basically this whole journey with like the apple stuff like the the mac pro that i'm using as the the music source for my main system that was like basically free my friend gave it to me um the iPhone 4 which I'm using as kind of the portable music source that was $30 on eBay plus plus or minus like 30 hours trying to figure out how to downgrade it but that that worked and then the Apple hi-fi was $100. So basically like for less than $300 which is like the the customs tax I paid on one of those decks that I bought in August um I now have three sources that sound better than any of them. Um so that's something I would investigate. If you know you're on a budget, you want something that sounds good. Look at old Apple products; they made millions and millions of them. They're very plentiful.
0: Yeah, they're popular for a reason.
1: Yes, for a good reason. Um, and for some reason, it it seems that the the iPod touches and the iPhones do seem to sound a little bit better than the actual, like the classic iPods that everyone talks about. Because we ha- yeah. we we had an iPod five before. That's like the one that everyone recommends. It wasn't. It was good, but it wasn't
0: that good. It's it's too warm for me.
1: Yeah, the iPhone four does not have that issue.
0: I like the the six way more than the five.
1: Right, the classic six. Yes, I would agree with you. Yeah, but yeah, those are getting I, expensive too.
0: Yeah, luckily I got mine for free. So talk about cheap audio. Yeah, I have to try an iPhone. I mean, I think people can replace those batteries. Not too bad. So
1: yeah and i mean i've like i like ipods people still want them right because they play music no one wants an iphone (laughs) no one wants an iphone 4 people just give them away so
0: that's that was 10 models ago yeah jesus yeah
1: um okay so let's uh what about goals for the new year what are you audio wise are you looking at anything i know you said IEMA, but anything else
0: uh well i I haven't stopped buying cds i have too many cds now Mm. um it's a it's the dark truth I have way too many there's only one solution is to sell them mm. on discogs and hope some sucker buys my crappy cds yeah. yeah i feel like i've been that sucker a few times but yeah the times i haven't been man i've scored like i've i've came out like a bandit uh definitely get rid of some cds that i do not like i don't need 800 cds i don't think i have that many but y- you know what i mean 50 is, is enough i mean come on
1: yeah um sorry definitely was there anything downsize.
0: Else? Definitely downsize a music collection a little bit, I think. I think that's but when it's digital, you know, you can kinda just get rid of it and hope your drives don't explode and you lose the music forever. So I don't know. Get rid of some CDs, I think. Uh purchase wise, uh No, I I just I just hate the idea of buying something. Like spending money. It's like, oh man. Is this gonna okay. have a lasting lasting experience for me, or is it just gonna be the high of the of the purchase? You know, opening the box. Opening boxes is is fine though. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Shh.
1: But the Aima box smells very funny. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It smells like a Chinese factory.
0: So yeah, it kind of reminds me of a an old deck you had that would also smell. But that would smell but, for a different reason.
1: Oh yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i realized that i actually i didn't even talk about the fact that i'm selling all of my analog equipment your your comment about cds reminded me i don't want to get into it because i'll talk about i'll ramble about it forever but yeah that's that's one of my goals say a little bit about it no i shouldn't next time we'll save that for next time but that's one of my goals for 2023 is to get rid of all the analog equipment all the tone arms all the turntables all the cartridges and all the records and that's going to be a very i have a lot of records um it's gonna be a time. Between analog process. and
0: digital is when digital goes bad, you just kind of just you can you can almost just throw it away, especially if it's a city of players like, well, I'm not gonna get another laser, so this thing is this thing's junk. Yeah. For analog, you you can spend years refurbishing all that equipment.
1: Uh, and that I, did. That. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for next time. Um and my other goal for 2023, I guess uh i want to keep refining my speakers there's uh, a bunch of ideas that i have that won't cost money it'll just need like a lot of time and trial and error so um
0: any ideas what those could be
1: uh if i say them no one will believe me so uh,
0: okay yeah you uh, know what they are but uh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> very mysterious okay be? Yeah.
1: No one will believe me, so I, uh, I'll keep I it to myself. I have a ideas what
0: they could be. I'm just going to throw them out there so you don't have to, I'm assume It's going to be different varnishes, different lacquers, uh, maybe positioning, maybe playing them even more, maybe different cabling, maybe different co- capacitor components uh, for the crossover or the wideband or midband, whatever it's called. Tweeter. Yeah, the tweeter. Yeah, just maybe more tweeters, I don't know. Maybe eight super tweeters just strapped up in a line array.
1: I'll save that for next time too. All
0: right. All right. right. So last but not least, uh, that brings us to our music section. You know, probably my favorite section. I say that every week because I really do love the music.
1: Every few months, you mean?
0: Every few months. Yeah. You know, a few weeks, a few months, last episode. Um, Time is relative. Right. So Cena, so, you know, we're gonna we're gonna start with you. You know.
1: Uh okay. My my recommendation for this episode is um paste by Moyne M-O-I-N. Um they're a UK outfit. I guess experimental rock is what you might call it. Um, but you know, it's not really that far out there. It's pretty easy to listen to. I listen to this in the background while I'm walking around in minus three degrees Celsius weather or while I'm working at my desk. Um, It has some spoken word elements like Leslie Weiner stuff in there. Um, It's really good. So Paste by Moyne, I recommend it.
0: Nice. You you named everything I like about music. Okay. Have you listened to it? It's experimental. Uh, No, I haven't yet, but I definitely will with that description. (laughs) you okay. know it's it's kind of funny i'm thinking to myself it's like when, when don't we recommend british or english music uh, <laughs> you know, i don't remember I don't know. what my it's last not, recommendation it's, it's was i don't know it's 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 not intentional we swear uh my mine is uh the latest black midi album they are also a british band uh oh let's see
1: if if i knew you were doing that i would have done something else okay go yeah ahead.
0: <laughs> uh they're also experimental rock uh jazz fusion rock uh math rock prog rock of avant prog i don't know noise rock okay i don't like these descriptions that's enough of that um but i really like their latest album hellfire i will go so far to say that to me i think that is my album of the year like what? i've heard it more than any other album this year i it's i love it so much especially for the spoken uh segments. I I love when people just say you say things in music. I don't, I don't know what it is about it. It's just you know, the human voice is powerful and sometimes the message really gets to us. Uh you'll find that's definitely if I had a ruined playlist uh, <laughs> sp- spoken language is definitely a, a sub a subcategory that I listen to the most.
1: Do you know about uh, Leslie Weiner?
0: I do not. Tell me better. Yeah, okay,
1: I'll have to a very esoteric artist. I think she only had one release, but I might be talking on my ass. Uh I have that I have her CD. It's very rare. Um she uh you know, I don't know if it's fair to say that she popularized spoken word in music. That's not fair to say. I think that really came out of the French no wave movement of the eighties, but um yeah, I'll, it's very difficult to describe. I'll have to link it to you later. You'll like it.
0: All right, and we will include that in the show notes. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little about bit about the Black Midi album. It's typical Black Midi, you know, very highs, very lows. There's an even flow to it. There's a push and pull, and they kind of just go, you know, in out. You know, this they kind of just change the whole pace. It feels it feels very live to me. Yeah, you know, listening to live music, the the pacing changes a lot. It's it's not just like, all right, we're gonna do it for this take. It's we're we're doing this together and they move together. And I, I really get that from this album.
1: Speaking of Black MIDI, I actually want to give a shout out to a YouTube channel that um I don't know if he's active anymore, but he used to do audio reviews. Um that's the first time I heard about Black MIDI. Uh the YouTube channel name is called Stereo Police. Um is
0: that a, a young kid with his dad? Uh the- no,
1: no, he's not young. He's he's an older gentleman. Um, really nice guy. He he just like no um no pretenses or editing in his videos, he just grabs a camera, paces around his listening room and just gives you his thoughts on a piece of gear. And uh he, he played like Black MIDI. This is back when it was their, their first album come out, twenty nineteen. And I was like, What is that? like why is he playing that? Why is he not playing Jazz at the pawn shop? But um <laughs> I looked it up and I really liked it. So that was my introduction to Black Mini. But Stereo Police, check him out on YouTube. He's a nice guy.
0: Yep. Well, I think that'll do it all. That'll be it. Cool. That's that's all she wrote for episode 12 of the Good Sound Club podcast.
1: I hope you guys enjoyed it.
0: Thank you for listening and uh, until next time. Peace.